Welcome back to another episode of JBC Sports. I'm Josh. I'm Bryce. And I'm Cody. How's it going today, fellas? We had a nice sunny but kind of chilly day here in the Upper Peninsula of Michigan. Not too bad. Tomorrow's yeah. supposed to be beautiful. 72 degrees and a little clouds, but <laughs> 72 degrees in October. Yeah, can't complain. Tired as always. Yeah, you're night shifters <laughs> over here. He's sleeping during the day. He didn't even get to enjoy the nice sunny weather, but nope. oh well. Never. All right, uh, should we hop right in? Let's do it. We got a little NBA talk to start the day. Um, last time we were on, I believe it was two games in. The Lakers were up 2-0. Now it's 3-1. I got I got excited when the Heat won that game. Yeah. And then just last game, it's like, hey. Jimmy Butler was on a mission, and I even though they're down 3-1, I think they can take another one. I don't know if they're going to. We've seen this before with my Warriors. Blow a 3-1 lead. Yeah. We just want to see a game per- seven. Perfect storyline. LeBron throw, yeah. blows a three-point. I'm, three, I'm hoping three for game seven, but I don't. I, I can't even be optimistic at this point. I think it's going to go six. I do think the Heat can take it tomorrow on Friday. So, I don't know. We'll see. It it was just historic what Jimmy Butler did in that in the game that they stole from the Lakers. He, he outscored, out-rebounded, and out-assisted LeBron. And that's the first time any individual has done that in the playoffs against LeBron, which is pretty damn impressive if you mm-hmm. think about it. Honestly, it's impressive that no one's ever done it before this for LeBron. Mm-hmm. I mean, as much as... I mean, most people don't like the guy. I mean, you got to respect what he's doing. Like, none of us are real big, like, LeBron truthers. But, I mean... I still respect the guy and like his game. It's just some of his off the court antics are a little uh, frustrating sometimes. The guy loves China. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, not much to talk about in the NBA besides, you know, the couple of games that we've missed, but go heat. Yeah. Go heat. Um, let's hop into the MLB. We, uh, the wild card round is done. Now we're in the divisional round. Got some, uh, actually a team just clinched it or just, Ended the series today and won three all. Go Braves. The Braves. The Braves. I, I think if anybody's going to beat the Dodgers, it's the Braves because they got bats. They got bats. And their they defense is really good. And they got solid mm-hmm. pitching. They yeah Braves. they they haven't allowed. I think they allowed zero runs in four of their six playoff games so far. Watch out. But uh, yeah, Dodgers are probably going to take it in three. <laughs> we have the Astros might take it today. They're, They're up nine. Four as we speak in the seventh that inning, one's so pretty much over. And then the Rays are up on the Yankees. I I saw that one coming they because close it out the today. Yankees the Yankees pitching is just not there. Yeah, you well, we, see uh, Trevor Bauer's uh, tweet. No, he said he said something about oh the Yankees need help starting pitching. Who would have <laughs> thought? God, I love Trevor Bauer. Yeah, he's he's one of my favorite pitchers. Like just on and off the field. Did they just get Garrett Cole this year too? Yeah, but I mean, besides Garrett Cole, no one. Their next best is Tanaka, and he's so inconsistent. Yeah, Tanaka. I mean, he got if he was on last game, didn't he? And he got he so got rocked. Yeah, they won nine. I don't even know four? what the final score was. Four or something. Yeah, like they that. put up nine runs though, and now I think Montgomery's going today, which yeah, the Rays on. should have batting practice out there. <laughs> yeah. So they should they should be able to close it out. Um. Yeah, hopefully. For, for our Cubs fans, <laughs> rest in R.I.P. <laughs> and then the Marlins, get, up. Marlins get swept by the Braves in this round. Too. Cubs would at least put up somewhat of a series, yeah. maybe one one game, but no, what are you gonna do? Yeah, you never know. The Marlins. How about that? The Marlins finally lost a playoff series for the first time ever 
That's hundred. That's hard to believe. That's pretty crazy, yeah. But I mean, think about it. The years that they didn't make the playoffs, they were True. pretty bad. And the years that they did back Everybody. in the day, they were really good. My boy Dontre Willis. Yeah, so he will. Big lefty. Yeah, they. Uh, I I saw or I heard a stat that uh, the Cubs' top four batters or top three batters, Rizzo, Bryant, and Baez, went like a combined old for twenty nine in the last like two or three games of that series. Yeah, like insane like you got you can't have that kind of production from your top batters yeah they're talking about i believe Thiel is getting rid of one of one of the top execs after this year he oh, said yeah. you're gone because yeah. the production from the cubs best players this year was rotten i don't yeah. even like your best hitters were low 200s batting average you can't do that you expect to move on and the pitching the bullpen i should say starting pitching wasn't that bad this year no. the bullpen. darvish actually looked really good he i'm surprised really darvish, good. darvish didn't look that good last year and this no. year he came out and he put up a good fight to you know at least be in the talk of the cy young yeah he probably would he probably finished second in voting no one's yeah. gonna be following him. no Bauer, the man left yeah. almost every category and then beavers went on the other side for sure oh for sure so um sure. we haven't talked much about college football i think we may have mentioned it a couple weeks ago but um we're going to hop right in today. You know, they're in full swing. I think it's week six, even though most teams, there's a handful of teams that have played four games so far. Most of the teams have played three or less, and, like, the Big Ten and Pac-12 and some of the other conferences haven't even played a come, game yet. So, yeah, we're we're kind of getting into the thick of things. There's actually a lot of decent games this weekend. Miami plays Clemson. Clemson's 14-point favorites. Tennessee's at Georgia. Georgia's 12-and-a-half. Um, Oklahoma's on the road. They're one and two to start. Surprisingly, Oklahoma was a top four team going into the season. Spencer Rattler. Not I don't know if anyone's that. seen that Netflix documentary. He, I had a lot of promise, but like watching him, and then he wanted to sit a year behind Jalen Hurts and learn. And I mean, he's a good quarterback, but he made some he made some freshman mistakes. So I don't know. They're they're going to be interesting to try to figure out all year. But they play on the road at Texas, who I don't think is very good either. No. Um, Another big game this weekend, Bama's on the road at uh, Ole Miss, and they're 23-point favorites, which that's pretty high for a game against Ole Miss, but Bama's been on a mission this year. Yeah. I think they're sick of the Trevor Lawrence talk, to be honest. They are. Um, and then we got Florida, 6.5 at Texas A&M, just to name a few of the big games this weekend. Um, anything to add on college football? I think there's a few contenders, but there's a lot of frauds. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I got AK. The Bulldogs, sorry. Yeah, I just Georgia's, don't see it. I, I'm with it. I got it written down right here. I, th- I don't think Georgia, Auburn. No. Um, LSU's down this year. I know they went on that historic run last year, but their whole offensive line, two position players, Joe Burrow, and half their defense all got drafted last year. So, yeah. And you know, I'm really high on. I know they're not the talk of many people. They're ranked high, but no one's really talking about them. Florida. I like yeah. the Gators, man. Kyle Trask, man, that dude's balling, and their tight end pits. Oh my yeah. goodness! What like, do you have? Three. He, he has might like be a six top touchdowns. 10. Yeah. Through oh two games, six. Yeah, he's. I think they're... Pitts. I think Pitts is a top tight end in uh, this upcoming draft class. He should be. Yeah. And I I don't see anyone else unless there's some sneaky Iowa tight end like usual. Yeah, seriously, what the hell? They he produce so many tight ends. Uh, Noah Fant and Hawkinson yeah. on the same team, both tight ends going first round. And then you have Kittle in the past. I mean, they just produce. But yeah. I, Florida's going to be a, a tough out this year. I mean, obviously, they're in the SEC with Bama. Yeah. I don't know if they can dethrone they're Bama, not, but not, they can but give I them a like, game. Oh, they will. I definitely like them. But I don't know. There's also, not too many contenders. Yeah, no, I think it's, it's going to be, be the – it's top-heavy, but there is some fun teams out there. Oh. Like, Tennessee's playing really well right now, and they played – I think 
I just read it. They played Georgia this week, and they're catching almost two touchdowns. And I don't think Georgia is that much better than Tennessee. No, I like I, I mean, I'm, I haven't played it yet, but if you want a little lean from Mr. Pro over here, I got. I'm, I'm probably going to be on Tennessee plus the two touchdowns or near two touchdowns against Georgia this week. You know, I like down towards the bottom. They definitely will never, ever, 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 ever win a national championship, but they're a fun team every year. Louisiana Lafayette Raging yeah, The Raging Cajuns, baby. They'll be in the freaking New Orleans Bowl like, every year. <laughs> yeah, they, they might actually uh, take out Appalachian State in the Sun Belt this year. I mean, that's not like a big conference, but that's a really that's a nice fun, rivalry. It's a fun yeah. conference to watch. Yeah. There's battles. Who else? Georgia State. They're pretty good this year, too, I think. The Panthers. Yeah, so they, they got an interesting conference over there. I mean, Appalachian State's been on top the last couple of years. And Louisiana, Louisiana Lafayette's been right there, but they just couldn't overcome what Appalachian State did on offense. But this year, App State, they look they look kind of down. Yeah. I don't know. I watched a couple of games already this year of App State, and they're not as good as they were the last couple of years. So um, go Raising Cajuns, is, baby. Uh, is Mac football coming back? Uh, I believe it comes back the same week the Big Ten does. Everybody needs that Maction yeah. football. Yeah. Tuesday night Maction. I don't know if Maxion. we're going to get Tuesday, though. Probably not. Just because there's – well, maybe. They might have to make up they some games. Yeah, they so. might have to put a couple of Mac games on that night. But, uh, yeah, we got some – a uh, couple of the big top-heavy teams, Clemson, Bama, and Florida. I, I jotted down some uh, future prices. They opened um, – Clemson was about 2-1 to one to open the college football season to win the national championship. Bama was almost five to one, and Florida was about fourteen to one, and I think those are pretty good odds. Currently, those sit at Clemson is still right at that two to one mark. Bama is floating anywhere from three to five to one. So I mean, if you can shop around out there and find five to one on Bama, I love that. I mean, Ohio State's coming back, yeah, like they're going to be back, but I, Bama looks really good this year, and they have the best defense in college football easily. I mean, they're just insane on defense, and then Florida, they're like eleven to fifteen to one right now. So I mean. They're floating around the same price they opened up. But, yeah, those are those are three of my better ones. I mean, yeah, you can throw Ohio State in there. I just don't think anyone, like, lower than the top seven teams even has a chance. So National championship? Who is it? <laughs> it's hard to predict because, like, you don't know who's going to be on which side of, like, the bracket. Exactly. But if I had to say right now, I'd say Bama and Clemson just because we haven't seen Ohio State play. And I do like – like, fields. Yeah, like field, Fields is going to always keep them in the game, but we haven't seen it yet. And Ohio State's always like a good program, but I wouldn't mind seeing like two different teams, but I think it, right now it's Bama and Clemson. We, we need a shake-up with the national championship. I'm sick of seeing Bama in there every single year, Clemson. Yeah, the other teams just got to recruit. I yeah. mean, they got they got the recruiting. They, got, they were just talking about how like these teams are – they got talking about how these teams are uh, – you know, adding to their locker rooms and stuff and, like, making it more intriguing for these young high school kids to come to their program and have a nice workout program and, you know, the gear and stuff that they get to work with, that's intriguing to a kid. You don't want to go to somewhere in the, you know, like on Nebraska, which, not downing Nebraska, Nebraska's got nice programs too, but it's, you know, it's in the middle of cornfields and yeah, stuff. So no it's like, go there. it's like, it's just more <laughs> intriguing like to go to like, <laughs> it's more intriguing to go to a place like Alabama or Clemson who's had like a national like reputation of being one of the yeah. top teams. So until that changes, I don't think we're really going to see a change at the top. You might get like a random team in there one year. Like I could see like a BYU sneaking in there this year. I think they're playing out of their mind right now, but I mean, it's just so hard to bet against those top teams. So, mm-hmm. All right, new rule. If a team makes it to the national championship five straight years, that head coach has to go to like North Dakota <laughs> State or something. 
come on, that's FCS, dude. They dominate the FCS. They're the Bama of F- the FCS. Yeah, throw them on like a. Give them the like Citadel. Like a BYU the Citadel. or something. Give them, make, oh, them go, okay. yeah. make them go coach the Citadel and see what happens. <laughs> we BYU. just watched Clemson play them. They beat them 63 nothing a couple of weeks BYU, ago. Nevada, something like that. Yeah. I'm, like, I'm interested to see how Penn State does this year, too. I want to see if they can make a run for their money against Ohio State in the Big Ten or something. But. They're probably the only team that has a chance. I mean, yeah, it's hard to count on Michigan and Wisconsin because they're always pretty good football programs. Yeah. But You think if Michigan chokes, Harbaugh's out? I mean, the guy's got to eventually win a big game, and he hasn't. No, yeah, no, he's he's been ever since he's came there. He, he's he, done a nice choke job. Yeah, I say. Although like, he hasn't had a quarterback. Yeah, since he's been but there. But this one, this year, Milton's supposed they to be. Just got rid of. Didn't they just get rid of McCaffrey too? Yeah, he's, he's. Wait, they got what? Where did he go? I don't. Pretty sure he's like left the season. He's gonna kick. Sit I mean, it was it, it was a weird year with like but, the COVID yeah, stuff, yeah. and they weren't even gonna have a season, so he probably just sat out trying to get that extra year eligibility yeah, anyway. This so. year, I think they'll actually have a good quarterback, Milton. He's got a rocket arm, but it's Michigan Harbaugh. Not gonna happen. I don't know why anybody had hope in them last year with Shane Patterson at quarterback. Oh God, gross. He's, yeah, gross. I mean, yeah, side I, note, side note on that. My very first car that I sold this year was a Shea Patterson autograph card. My first How ever much? car. It was like fifteen dollars. And my first ever yeah. car I sold this year was an Ignaz Brazdeus. Yeah, for, for Michigan $15. boys. <laughs> Michigan boys. But yeah. He must pay it right away. Yeah. Ah, jeez. Unbelievable. But uh, Josh, question for you. Okay. Uh, did you see the news about Trey Lance? No. Declaring for the draft. Uh uh-uh. uh. Yeah, he's skipping out the season. Why? What do you think? Ah. <sighs> I don't know. Still a first-round pick in Dynasty? What about the NFL draft? Well, the thing with Dynasty is, like, it's, I mean, you think about, like, drafting for, like, fantasy leagues. You're waiting on quarterback for the most part. But Dynasty is a little different because, like, if your team needs quarterback on your Dynasty team, mm-hmm. you're going to draft a quarterback early with one of your first we, picks. We know that Trevor Lawrence and Justin Fields are going to be yeah. top. If Mac Jones declare, I, can he declare? Is he only? I think he's only. Well, because he was a freshman, but he redshirted behind Tua. I think he has to sit all the way out. So he, he has, has one more one season. More okay, yeah. So, like, I was going to say, if Mac Jones comes out, like, I mean, that's three quarterbacks right there that are probably going to get drafted pretty high in the mm-hmm. NFL draft. I, I don't know. I mean, I haven't, as much as those, like, top guys, I haven't watched as much film on Trey Lance, but I know he's, like, a high prospect. So, I mean, we'll see, I guess. Who's the uh, North Dakota State? Because they say he might go top 10. That's Trey Lance. Is it Trey yeah. Lance? Yeah. Okay, okay. That's what I thought. Yeah. When you said that, I was like, didn't really recognize him. Yeah, yeah like, that's oh, why a lot of people don't know about him just because he's in that FCS. But like, I mean, I've heard they're the, the Bama. Yeah, yeah. I've, heard, I've heard Lawrence Fields and Trey Lance are supposed to be top 10 Yeah, in the NFL draft. Yeah. I mean, Matt, yeah. no, Everyone forgot about Mac Jones because like, he hasn't had his time at Bama. Two was there last year. It's like, mm-hmm. but Mac Jones played good at the end of the year, and now he's balling already this year. So. And, hey, don't forget about Kyle Trask, what he's doing at Florida right now. Yeah, so seriously. I don't know. I mean, it's just he's got – I think he's got, like, 700 yards passing and 10 touchdowns yeah, through two games, sure. I think. He said that this past, court, this past draft was pretty heavy quarterback next This year, one so. might be better, yeah. Because, I mean, think about – I mean, yeah, Burrow was a great talent and, like, he's going to be a generational and player. Tua, but Tr- Trevor Lawrence yeah. is regarded as better than yeah. Burrow. So. Yeah. I mean, you got him, and then you got those, like, fields might be better than, like, what Tua is regarded as. So, yeah. I don't know. This 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 draft could live up to last year's for sure mm-hmm. I mean, in that department. I, running backs, 
there's a few guys out there. Like I like uh, Chuba. Chuba. I was just about to say Chuba Hubbard out of Oklahoma State. Obviously, ETN. Like he went back to college this past year he, instead of declaring. Last we didn't year. have a supplemental draft, did we? This year for NFL. I don't think so. Zerher Chuba was supposed to enter that if we did have one. Yeah, I'm no. pretty sure they canceled that because of different COVID rules. And Probably. Um, well, anything else on college football? I know, well, actually, there's a game tonight about an hour from now while we're recording. When this comes out, Tulane and or, Houston. Yeah, oh, Tulane yeah. and Houston. Yeah. Houston's first game. They, they've had four games scheduled before this, and every week leading into it, they were supposed to play. Got canceled because of COVID. <laughs> So they're finally playing their first game tonight against Tulane. And Tulane, that last year they were a covering machine. I remember betting on them quite a few times. Um, this year, I believe they lost to Navy, and it was a very bad performance. And then they have a couple other games. They played like Southern Miss, I'm pretty sure, and they beat them. And then this past week they won. So I mean, they're they're a tough team, but I Houston six and a half tonight, and I I don't see them having a problem covering that spread. I don't know. That's just me, though. We'll see. Houston usually has a high-powered offense, but Tulane can keep it in check, I think. We'll see. Yeah. Um, let's uh, we threw a threw a little uh, shot out there last week about Cody's trade in his dynasty league, and we said we're gonna save it for a future pod. Well, yep. here we are. <laughs> so I took over a dynasty. What? Well, yeah, Dynasty Orphan two years we, ago. Yeah, we we have a double conference, 16-team league in each side. So there's 32 total teams, but there's two copies of each player, one in each conference. So you're not having yeah, players. Yeah, AFC can't trade with NFC. Yeah. So. It's all the NFL teams. Yeah. You pick your team and whatnot. You don't get the players from that team, but that's just your team name. Well, I got pretty lucky. I started out with Deshaun Watson, Josh Allen, and Baker Mayfield. That's my quarterback. It's a hell of a trio. Yeah. Well, it was Baker's rookie year. I got I was so hot and bothered with Baker. I was like number one quarterback. Like, yeah. So I ended up trading Deshaun Watson. I traded Watson for Tevin Coleman, a first and a second round pick. Yeah, in twenty nineteen. <laughs> that was terrible because Watson like the next two years Watson had a good year. And then this year he's just been kind of yeah. He's whatever. putting up he's putting up fantasy numbers, but it's, yeah, it's not So flashy. I rolled with Josh Allen and Baker Mayfield that first year. Last year, before the season started, I traded Josh Allen because still hot and bothered by Baker. He had a pretty decent rookie year. So I was pretty excited about the future, just rolling with him. Well, you don't need two stud quarterbacks. Yeah. I mean, it's nice to have for insurance purposes, but like you were trying to get better value, which we'll listen to what you got for him. <laughs> traded Josh <laughs> Allen for a 2019 uh, 1-4, so first round, fourth pick. Um, 313 and a 2022. And with that 1-4, I ended up drafting Devin Bush when I probably could have got Miles Sanders. Well, yeah, our, our <laughs> di- that Dynasty League and most of the Dynasty Leagues we're in, it's IDP, and we have, like, every position. So we draft, like, D-line, yep. linebacker, corner, and safety. And linebackers actually put up, like, running back-type numbers. Just this past week I had, I think I was down, like, Close to 80 points with George Kittle, Aaron Jones, Zardarius Smith, and somebody else. Zardarius got 30. Like, tackles, sacks, like, passes defended. Like, we get, we bump up the points to keep the defense, like, interesting in those matchups. So, honestly, Devin Bush isn't a bad pick there. But in putting it in perspective of what Josh Allen's doing right now, it kind of, kind of sucks. Yeah. And what Baker's doing for what you have. Yep. And I think with the 313, I 
pretty sure I ended up drafting Drew Locke. Which, that's yeah. not bad. I mean, you'll take that. Yeah. At 313, that's probably a steal, honestly. I yeah. guess I didn't really look into that one. But still, I mean, looking back, you would definitely rather trade. Because Baker probably had a lot of hype at the time, too. So you probably could have got a lot for Baker. He had a, down, he had a pretty down second year. And then but like, year, after just... his rookie year, like everyone, yeah. everyone wanted Baker. So, yeah. I mean, you could, probably could have capitalized right away. I probably should have, but I mean, Josh Allen, that second year yeah. that I had him, he was kind of still inaccurate. Who knows what he was going to do. For so. sure. But um, <clears throat> on positive note, I did have a good trade that year, too. My second year into it. Um, I ended up getting Dalvin Cook for two seconds, a fifth, Tevin Coleman, and Marquez Valdez-Galling. Yes. Yeah, that that's a, a steal. Trade. I mean, MVS was solid in that, but Coleman, I mean, he's been on and off hurt since he left Atlanta. Even at Atlanta, he was kind of hurt, too. And then those picks, I mean, yeah, two seconds and a fifth. I mean, you got Delvin Cook, who finished number three last year at running back. Mm-hmm. That's a solid trade. Speaking of Delvin Cook, though, <laughs> me and Cody, in that same league, my team, I had, um, like, we've already prefaced this before, that he's a Packers fan, I'm a Vikings fan. Um. I actually traded Adam Thielen for Aaron Jones and pick number 109, so first round, nine pick overall, to Cody. So he got Thielen from me, and I got Aaron Jones in the 109. This was before Aaron Jones really had like his big breakout. It was before the 2019 season, so I mean, it was kind of like a bet on my part, and Cody wanted like the sure thing receiver, because I already had some decent receivers, and he needed a good receiver, so that's how that went down, and then... This past off season, I you know nagged him a whole bunch about like trying to get Delvin Cook off his hands because he ended up making that trade for Cook. I traded him back Jones and a second round pick, later second round pick for Delvin Cook. So, I mean that one's pretty fair. I mean Delvin and Aaron Jones are pretty much putting up identical numbers right now. So I mean that's those are two trades we made, and then I actually made. This is a. Some of you are gonna say I I. You know, took advantage of whoever I traded this with. But two years ago, I traded Peyton Barber. This is when Barber was on the Buccaneers, and he was actually like getting some touches. And Duke Johnson, when he was on the Cleveland Browns, and he was a pass-catching back. We have some breaking news. Ooh, okay. Bum, bum, bum. Yep. Dun, 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 Titans-Bills game scheduled for Sunday is being moved okay. to Tuesday. Tuesday Ooh. at 6 p.m. Okay, I heard, I heard that it was a possibility of Monday. But, okay, Tuesday. So... Originally, I, like I was going to save this for our best bets, but I was going to talk about how the the. Uh, um, I just got I just got the notification, line. so add yeah. to. I'm yeah. glad that it's on Tuesday because this past Monday I hated that the Monday night moved yeah. back an hour. I mean, well, yeah, you guys so, are Packer fans yeah. too, so you mm-hmm. don't want to have to watch later. But yeah. I mean, we get two Monday night games this week and a Tuesday night. Yeah, that's nice. Another Monday night. or um, Denver oh, and Denver Patriots. And yeah, yeah. yeah. Cam, I wonder if Cam will be ready. I think he should be able to. Yeah. It's probably almost I think. I think he's he hasn't had another positive test yet, so but I w- I was going to say um the Bills were favored by eight and a half, but that game was off the board due to the COVID stuff and not knowing if they were gonna play the betting board. Um the Titans were only supposed to have one day of practice on Saturday because they weren't allowed in the facility. So if they played Sunday, you were gonna get a walkthrough and then a game the next day. So, I mean, as high as that spread seemed, I think that was pretty good value if they were to put that number back up on the Bills. But now they're playing Tuesday, so the Titans will get a little bit of practice in. So disregard that. I was going to save that for our best bet segment and talk about that, but we'll just throw that out there now since you broke the news. Sorry. Oh, you're good. 
Hey, it's breaking news. You gotta do it. Back to the trade. I traded Peyton Barber and Duke Johnson. This is when Duke Johnson was that pass catching back. I think he finished top ten that year in in uh, all running backs throughout the whole fantasy landscape, like just with his pass catching and uh, a future first round pick for Stefan Diggs. So I mean, looking back now, that looks like a pretty damn good trade for me. But at the time, yeah. it honestly wasn't super lopsided because Diggs was, you know, top twenty five receiver. Barber was like in the 30 range and Duke finished top 10 plus the first round picks. So. Talk about taking advantage. I got one that even tops that. <laughs> wow. Let's hear it. <laughs> so what, Nick Chubb is in his third year. Yep. Yep. Third year. Yeah. So his rookie year, he was behind Carlos Hyde in Cleveland. <laughs> this one's breaking, I remember this breaking one. <laughs> news comes across my phone that Cleveland traded Carlos Hyde to Jacksonville. And so I just sent out a feeler to the Nick Chubb owner in one of our leagues. Um, I sent him Adam Humphreys and Theo Riddick for Nick Chubb, thinking like he hasn't heard the news yet. So he rejects it and sends back an offer right away. The Tennessee Titans defense for Nick Chubb. I think it was a mistake, but yeah, that's... that's. Oh, I so I traded a defense for Nick Chubb. You ended up having to give up something else because, like, the league, everyone yeah. in the league freaked out. They're like, "Wait, what the hell just happened?" Yeah. So, like, every every you ended up. I don't remember who. You I, no, I had to give. I had to give up uh, Humphreys and Theo Riddick. Okay, yeah. Too. But yeah. still, I mean, even if it was just Humphreys and Riddick for Nick Chubb, looking yeah. back on the, that, the, commi- the commissioners got on my ass about that a little yeah. bit, and I was like, "Hey, he declined he, he my first it. trade, and then he sent it to me." I so. mean, there's nothing you can do if you get a trade like that. Smash accept. That's his own problem. Deal yeah. with it after. I mean. Yeah. And that's what happened. You, he had to send more guys, which luckily you didn't have it completely vetoed. But hey, I mean, you got Nick Chubb. Now, I guess which, as soon as like I accepted that, like I screenshotted it, put it on Twitter, tag Matthew Berry, tag Andy Holloway, footballers, everything. No reaction. It's like, come on, get me on the show. Like I just got an awesome trade. <laughs> yeah, they were probably like, oh, who are you playing with? Robots? Pretty much. <laughs> Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> he's in a league by himself with like he's got seven accounts. He's playing in the ESPN league against himself. <laughs> you Look shut at the trade I just made. <laughs> shut your mouth. No, it was a real league. I'm in the league, so I know it was real. But that was an interesting one. I don't know what the hell that guy was thinking. But hey, we're here now, and you yeah. got Chubb. But hey, he's out. So you're running backs. Are, well, actually, now you have McCaffrey too. So your running backs are kind of hurting right now. That right? trade was actually pretty good too. Yeah. I don't know who the guy is, but wow, man. I don't remember who it was either. Wow. Do you have any trades you want to talk about over there? We kind of just like left you hanging. I know uh, you, you just yeah. I don't, I, what? No, nope, I'm not going to bring it up. What trade? I don't make trades. We did. You? Yeah. Oh, oh time out! Time out! Yes! I, oh, I forgot about this. So listen to this. I, oh, he's usually the one that brings it up, and I. Yeah, I don't. completely forgot about this. Totally one. forgot about it. So, in our dynasty. The Vikings, league, baby. The dynasty league. This is so bad on my part. The last pick, I like one of the, I believe it was the last pick in the. Um, and he was gonna in take, the rookie draft. Are you sure? Maybe it was. He was just gonna, gonna pick him up on the, waivers. On waivers. Yeah. I picked Dylan Mitchell, a wide receiver that the Vikings drafted. He, and he Cody was, loved the guy. Or he came from Oregon. He was projected to be like a third, fourth round pick in the NFL draft. He ended up falling to the seventh round the because of like some false stories out of college. Like his dad had to clear up for him. So a third, fourth round talent, the kid's a stud. Well, Vikings cut him yeah. this past year. and uh, He's on their practice squad. Whatever. So, yeah. It don't okay, matter. So <laughs> we drafted Jefferson. We're good for a couple he years. He sends yeah. me this trade. 
I was like, okay. He's like, sends me a trade offer, Terry McLaurin for Dylan Mitchell, straight up. I'm like, but uh, at the time, at the time, like, no one knew Cody's, Terry. Cody's high on Mitchell. I never no one knew about Terry. McLaurin. I didn't know who McLaurin was. And now like, McLaurin, this guy. McLaurin falling out for the Washington football he's, team. He's, 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 fifth, he's fifth in yards right now. Yeah. Right now. yeah. yeah. So thank you, Cody. Cody just gave Bryce a couple years ago a starting wide receiver, top twenty wide receiver probably for a guy who's on a practice squad. <laughs> so, totally forgot about that. No, just bringing it up. Cody's no to stop sell. trading. Stop getting horny for stop guys. <laughs> yes, for real. Oh god. All right. Well, How do you feel about uh, Haskins eating bench there, Josh? That's oof. your guy. We had a bet this year. You know, I okay. <laughs> it wasn't really a bet. I mean, we've we've threw all bets before, but like this is that was more so a bold prediction because it was. You're you're lucky that paper got thrown out because I don't remember if that was for a lunch bet or what. It, yeah, I don't know. I I'll I'll buy you lunch. I don't care. I'm disappointed in like the guy, but he. <laughs> I was high on him coming out of college. He's got a monster arm. I said last week that if he gets his accuracy dialed in, he can be Josh Allen. But here we are a week later. I, personally, I don't think it's fair. Because no. he, what are we in, week five now? Five. So it's like he started the first three weeks. You know, didn't look great, but they were one and two. Then they go play the best team or second best team in the NFL this past week in the Ravens. He puts an off of a loss against the Chiefs that they got embarrassed. And he put up decent numbers. And then he, he gets benched. 345, zero touchdowns, zero picks. Like, yeah. What do you want the guy to do against the Ravens? <laughs> I don't know. I I'd personally With don't know. With one option? That. With one weapon? Yeah, McLaurin. That's it. Literally, they, their tight end is Logan Thomas. We've talked about this. They have no number two receiver. Nope. Their running back is a rookie who ended up having two touchdowns last week. Like, I, I don't know what you expect from the guy. He threw for 350 last week. Sure, no touchdowns, but it's like, did you expect him to beat the Ravens? They kept it within two touchdowns. I don't know. I, I Personally, I think he got the short end of the stick on this one. They, they pulled the string way too early on Kyle Allen. We'll see what happens, but I don't know. AGG needs to get his. Chance. Yeah, I, I love Antonio Gandy Golden. I mean, I bought his one of one card from straight from Panini's website out of the draft night set. So I made sure I, I was the only person to snag that card because I wanted that card. It cost me a little bit, probably more than what it's worth, but hey, I needed to get it. And I think eventually he'll get his opportunity. We'll see. I, I think know. you need to stop being horny for uh, wide receivers. J. Jaw last year. Coming from you, Mr. J. Jaw last year, AGG this year. Like, Hey, J. Jaw was a stud coming out of. What is it? Stanford? Yeah. Came out of Stanford. He was a huge receiver. <clears throat> Guess what? He gets drafted by Philly. Guess what the Philly receivers do? They all shit the freaking bed. Like, name me one receiver for Philly that's done good in the last 10 years. Deshaun Jackson before. And then after that, Elshon Jeffrey battled injuries his whole career. They've really had nobody. Like, Jalen Rager is going to a dumpster fire right now. Good luck with that. Nelson Aguilar. Brick hands. He hasn't done anything. <laughs> I know. Yeah, so like JJ, just a bad situation. I thought that, you know, out of the draft, like they need receivers there. So, I mean, I was kind of high on them, honestly, but it's just a bad situation. And Wentz doesn't look good either. So, the team's just always injured. Yeah. Surprised they beat the 49ers, but it was with Nick Mullen. So, whatever. He he made them look pretty good. So, speaking of benching, um, in the coaching department, Bill O'Brien gets to take a seat for the rest of the year. Oh, hold up, folks. Hold up, folks. We have a special guest today, Bill Belichick. Bill O'Brien was – coach, I got a question for you. Yeah, what is it? <laughs> Bill O'Brien was on your coaching staff how many years ago? Five, six, Not seven years ago? 
<laughs> Did you see this coming eventually when he took the head coaching job? No, I think I saw it coming. Honestly, I'm just on to Denver next week. Oh, we love it. Thank you for your time, Coach. Yeah, no problem. See you guys. Go get some subway. Love you, Bill. <laughs> we do, guys. The interviews are so good. Oh, but anyway, yeah, Bill O'Brien got the got the old captain hook this week. See you later. Thank I, God, I, I finally. Saw it coming. GM, coach, and uh, is he owner too? No, no, not owner. GM not owner. Pres- president. God bless America. I'm, I'm, lost, a- I'm losing my mind over here. <laughs> he just lost a lot of money though. Yeah, he was. Yeah, they <clears throat> they gave him too much power. It's rumored to be he might be going to Miami Ooh. to be the offensive coordinator. They need to knock that off. No. Ryan Flores is. He's, I like what he's doing with that program down there. He's go. I think he's going back to get his draft picks. Ugh, I hope not. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. Bill O'Brien just the guy just he run fired not, last year. He just is not a good coach. I mean, yeah, he won the AFC South quite a few times, but when he did win, that they were trash. It's literally yeah, Hopkins and yeah, and he traded Hopkins. Just, God yeah, bless still, America. Flabbergasting. Like what? What are you doing? He should have been fired last year. Mm-hmm. Adam Gase should have been fired last year. Dan Quinn should have been fired last year. And somehow those other two still have a job. Personally, I think Gase is—they're keeping Gase there so they can get Trevor Lawrence in the draft this year. Because if they bring in a new coach, they might turn it around a little bit. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I don't know. I, some of these co- honestly, I—I I was listening to like the betting market on uh, first coach to get fired. And if you had Adam Gase to get fired as the first coach, that's a bad beat. Because they said if he had a if they lost this week, he was getting the hook. Guess who didn't get the hook? Adam Gase. And then freaking Bill O'Brien gets fired. So that's a tough one for you if you had Adam Gase first coach to be fired ticket. Adam Gase is the weirdest guy ever. And I heard the owner likes him, so I didn't see that firing ever yeah. coming this year. Well, the owner needs to be they need a new he team. needs to be evaluated for like concussion. Get Gary V in there. The guy wants to buy the Jets. He's not ready yet, but get that guy in there. That would be a bad hire. Not bad. You know, he needs to just take over a football team. Um, what's his name there? He did the XFL. McMahon. Yeah, Vince McMahon. Let the guy just take over an NFL team. <laughs> Who would be a good fit for it? Like, where would he go? Would be a good fit. The Jets. Chicago. Chicago. He's got oh, that like mean mindset. Oh, yeah. Like he'll bring that defense back. Like, he could go to Chicago. Yeah, and then freaking Stone Vegas Cold would come be, into yeah. his office yeah. and beat the shit out of him. <laughs> Stone Cold, time here, Vince. You're going down, and that's the bottom line. <laughs> okay. Alrighty. Well, next. that'll end that. That'll end that. And that brings us to our next segment, which our fifth time doing it right yeah we five pod, yeah beat the pro sponsored by peninsula exclusive so, well last gosh, week give us an update AF. i hope you folks are following yes yeah, you guys i mean i told you guys not to follow me because i was two two and four going into last week or go, yeah going in this past weekend which i mean it's a long season six games that's super small sample size yeah, let me rephrase that following me no i mean yeah you're doing well, well too but this past week we went a combined Five and one. Bryce went one and one. So Bryce started off four and all. The past two weeks he went 0 and two and one and one. So he's kind of regressing to the mean a little bit, but still he's five and three overall. One and one last week. Cody went two and all last week again. So now he he's stormed all the way back. He was two one and one through the first two weeks. All of a sudden, four straight wins. He's Mud six fire. one and one right now. Fire. So I mean, if you're tailing Cody's picks that he's giving out here, Mr. Teasers only over here, you're doing pretty well. 
And then, gotta do it this year. Yeah. And then uh, I bounced back again. I, I went 2-0 and this week, so now I'm 4-4, four and four, so I finally got to the 500 mark. So, yeah, 5-1 and one overall last week for all three of us combined. Not a bad not a bad way to go. I feel like I'm in Vegas. I'm not leaving this teaser city. <laughs> <laughs> we still need to get the drop. Someone someone want to make us one out there and send us a little uh, video clip of it. We'll put it in, put it in this segment for us. <laughs> anyway, uh, Cody, you want to start us off for uh, week five? We got to go with Bryce. That's... Okay, okay, we'll go yeah. with Bryce. That's fine. All right. Can't. Can't the only way I job. won last week was on my teaser, so <laughs> I suppose I better do another teaser. Last one, last one. Yeah, you'll stick with well, it. Well, my first teaser, six-point teaser. We take Dallas from minus eight down to minus two against the Giants. I think that's an easy one. You like it? Danny Dimes, he's probably going to have a good day. But It'll be a shootout. Both yeah. defenses suck. No, yeah, but Dak, they desperately need a win. Mike McCarthy desperately wants a win. <laughs> he kind of needs it. He's like... You bring in this guy who sat out a year who's supposedly be this great offensive-minded coach, but time to bring in a new D coordinator, I think. But <laughs> minus two should be a pretty easy one against the Giants. And that'll bring us to our next one. I'll tell you what, man. They got us plus 12 this week. We're going to tease them up to plus 18. It's all I'll believe. <laughs> the Raiders, <laughs> Las Vegas. The Raiders, as a boomer would say. Against KC, from plus 12 to plus 18, like Coach Gruden just said. I think they they always keep it close in those division I games. I can see. I can. I don't think the Chiefs are are really going to be out to blow them out anyway. I no. think if once they get like their touchdown or two lead on them, like a, mm-hmm. the Raiders will score, Chiefs will score. It'll go back and forth. Like say, they'll keep it within eighteen. I think. I'm pretty sure this is Gruden's third year as their coach, right? Yeah, third. Yeah. And every year he's kept it close with the KC Chiefs because he knows how to keep Mahomes off the field. So like Belichick, to, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like those two, yeah. They they got that mind for. So, yeah, divisional game you don't you don't see really blow divisional games. So plus eighteen, I think they can keep it in with that. And then my next one, Philip Rivers going against Cleveland. I still think Cleveland's a fraud. Sorry, one and a half. I think they can cover that. I believe it's at Cleveland, but Indianapolis's defenses look stout, mm-hmm. and I think that they got solid you know corners. Brock to sin. Yep. Um, but and they got a great linebacker core and. Cleveland's going to try to pound it on the ground, but I think they're going to be able to stop the run. And Baker through the air, yeah, he looked pretty solid last week, but I don't see that coming again. I mean, Indianapolis's uh, secondary is a lot different than Dallas. So I think they can win by one and a half. I, I was talking to Cody about this spread a couple days ago. I, I personally think that the Browns should be favored. Mm-hmm. Probably. But... I, I mean, I agree with you. Like, both these teams are hard to read right now. So, like, if it were me, I'm probably staying away. But the Browns, like, they, I mean, their defense has been pretty good. Like, Miles Garrett's been mm-hmm. a monster this year. Probably defensive MVP, easily. Um, Their offense, like, they're good on the ground. But the Colts, they're one of the best run defenses in the NFL right now. Mm-hmm. Like, Darius Leonard was just on this morning on one of the talk shows on ESPN. They were talking about how the Browns like to run the ball a lot, and they're very successful at it, even without Nick Chubb. Mm-hmm. And Leonard's like, yeah, it's going to be a tough task for us, but I think we can we can do enough to like keep them in check. So if they stop the Browns' run game, I don't think Baker's going to beat them through the air. But we'll see. I mean, that's yeah. – I don't know. I That one's going to be a toss-up. You'll be sweating that Overall, one. Overall, you're 47. Yeah. I'd definitely be sweating it, but that was the one I looked at. A lot of the spreads are high this week. Oh, every, almost every one and except for that game yeah. and – one more, I believe. 
can't think of the other one. Lot but yeah, they're like they're seven, all six or above yeah. for the most part. Mm-hmm. So yeah, those are. I don't, I don't mind it. We try our best. Cody? We need a, we need a two and zero week. Yeah. <laughs> You've been struggling lately. Mm-hmm. So Cardinals are seven and a half point favorites. I got them at seven and a half. <clears throat> I'm staying away from them from now on. I know, I know. But they're they, they play currently. Gase and the Jets. Yeah, with seven. Joe Flacco at quarterback. Yeah. So <laughs> honestly, Joe, the real question is: Is Joe Flacco an elite quarterback? <laughs> I see some sharp money coming in on the Jets actually, so it's down to seven right now. Not the Sharks. But even. <laughs> I'm sharper. Ooh, here we go. Darren, Cody, Cody's calling out some of these uh, Vegas boys out there. And you want to take on Cody in a <laughs> point spread competition? Play rock and sock. And we're we're killing it right now. Yeah, you're, you're doing good, but we got to see a full right. sample size. So we're going to tease the Cardinals from 7.5 down to 1.5 against the Jets. Pretty should much. Be yeah, should be. And then we're teasing the Steelers against the Eagles from minus 7 down to minus 1. Always going to do that. Beautiful. Through the yep. 7, 4, and 3. They like it. And then we got the Cowboys against the Giants. Cowboys are nine and a half point favorites. We're going to tease that down to minus three and a half, which I don't like the three and a half, but whatever. Um, I think the Cowboys just steamroll the Giants this week. Should. Should. They're one and three right now. And honestly, the Cowboys should be 0 and four if the Falcons don't suck. Seriously. Yeah. So I, I don't know. Cowboys this might be a little bit of a fraud too. That that division is just a train wreck. Yeah. Eight and eight is gonna make the playoffs and have a home game. It's gonna they need to restructure that playoff. I do. The playoff thing where And then we got Seahawks, seven and a half point favorites against the Vikings. We're gonna tease that down to one and a half. Yeah, I <laughs> wait, all your picks are teasers? Yeah, every week. Yeah, teaser city. Get out of here. <laughs> so you said we need a drop for them. But I it's all right. I was going to take that Seahawks as one of my teasers, but betting on Vikings that's... games this year, Josh is 0-4. I have the over or the under, the over, and then I bet against the Vikings the past two weeks, Titans and Texans, and guess what? Vikings covered both games, so. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm 0-4 betting on Viking games, so I figured I'd stay away from the Seahawks on Sunday Night Football when they're usually pretty good in prime time, yeah. which I want to bring another thing up. As a Vikings fan, the Vikings went to Seattle in primetime three straight seasons now to play them. Why are they not coming to Minnesota? That pissed, I, I mean, home field doesn't mean shit this year because of COVID, but tell me how that works. I know. I've noticed that with like the Packers, Seahawks. The Packers, like, yeah. the last three games are at, been at home Why with they, them. I'm like, I don't know how that. they're like, not, I, mean, I think next year Seattle has to come to Minnesota to play in primetime, but still, like, it doesn't. Yeah, Come on, NFL. I don't, I don't get how you can go. Their, their whole scheduling games. is so yeah. messed up. Sunday, they got 10 games at noon and three games at 3 o'clock. NFL fixed Thursday night football, yeah. too. Give us better games. I mean, it's a solid one tonight, but the first, what, yeah. four were, or three were trash. Not good. Speaking of which, we got Bucks and Bears tonight. We haven't mentioned that, but. We'll get to that. Brady, let's go. Um, all right, so Cody just gave his plays. I was actually I was giving you shit about the Cardinals. I actually have them in my teaser for this week too. <laughs> so my six point teaser, I have the Cardinals from seven down to one, and I have the Rams from seven down to one. So both teams just have to win by two points or one for a push, which we don't want in a teaser because then the whole teaser just voids out. So two points for each one. I think both of them can win easily. I mean, I'm probably not betting either. Um, I might I might be on the Cardinals original spread. We'll see. But uh, that's my first one. I think the Rams should have a comeback this week. They, they look like absolute shit. They week. should. Yeah. And then um, my second play is uh, Dolphins plus nine against the 49ers. They're on the road, which 
like we've said, doesn't really matter this year. There's not really a home field advantage for anybody. Nope. I mean, sure, travel still sucks. Like, you're playing away from your home. Like, you're rich, not rituals, but, like, you're used to being at home. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, I got the Dolphins plus nine. I, I think they can keep it close with the 49ers. They're just not. The 49ers have a ton of injuries. Bosch is out. Mullins is their quarterback. He that didn't look good. Jimmy G is questionable, but I don't I, think I he's playing. Mullins lost that starting job. It'll be CJ Beth. Yeah, that's yeah. So, that's why I, yeah. I was about to say that Mullins sucked last week, so he's pretty much done. <laughs> so yeah, I think I think Fitzpatrick can uh, do his part. He he, as one of our other betting pods talks about, he keeps both teams in the game. Because oh, if, if they're trying to win the game, he's going to throw picks and it's going to keep the other team in the game. But if they're losing, he's going to be that guy that's going to come back and throw you a couple late touchdowns to cover that spread. So plus nine, it moved from eight to, I think it was at eight earlier yesterday, and now it's at nine, which doesn't bode well for me. I got a better number personally, but that means sharps are on the other side. But hey, I don't think the Niners are going to blow this game out of the water. So I got the Dolphins plus nine as my second bet. I like that. Alrighty, so uh, that'll bring us to our follow us this week. Yep. <laughs> Piggyback off that, I got Ryan Fitzpatrick as my uh, DFS. There you go. Go to the DFS guys of the week. I was just about to say it. Yep. Uh, Fitzpatrick is fifty six hundred this week. Um, no Richard Sherman. I think Kawan Williams, the other starting corner, got hurt last week mm-hmm. for the Niners. Um. Fitzpatrick. I don't think Witherspoon's back yet. Fell over the spoon corner. I don't think he's back. Bosa. No. I mean, they're depleted. They're not the uh, same. Byron Jones, team. I think, is going to be out this week for the Dolphins, their cornerback. So I think CJ CJ Beathard looked actually really good in that first drive last week. Mm-hmm. So um, if they can keep that going, Miami's going to have to throw the ball. And Fitzpatrick to uh, Devontae Parker. Mm-hmm. And Preston. And Pre- he's coming back from... Uh, yeah. At ACL last no, year. You, you love so Preston. It's, yeah, right? I, I love Preston. Um, he should have been a first-round draft pick, but, I mean, he had some other stuff coming out of college, too, that dropped him down. Um, but Isaiah Ford's been getting that run for him. Um, sneaky, sneaky, sneaky quarterback. you got to pay up just a slight hair for Fitzpatrick. Kirk Cousins this week. I think you can play against I like the it. terrible Seattle secondary. I'm starting him in a couple of weeks. I mean, last week, Thielen had over 100 yards. Jefferson had over 100 yards. Um, I think there's going to be without Quentin Dunbar, their best cornerback. So Jefferson and Thielen should have a field day, with, especially with the Seahawks' uh, pass-first mentality, like yeah. letting Russ cook. Minnesota's going to have to keep up with Seattle. Do you know how bad – like, I talked about how I was pulling for betting on Vikings games. Do you know how bad I want to play the over in that game? But I'm scared because yeah. I don't want to bet on a Vikings I, game because I think that game goes over. I don't think either defense If you play off, Kirk but... and he poops his pants, do not blame me. It's <laughs> it's on Kirk Cousins. But I think you can play Kirk this week. I might have him in a lineup for two. We'll see. I, I see high scoring, but I'm not going to bet it, so you guys should be safe. It should be high scoring. Yeah. Um. No, is that a – Monday night game? Sunday. Su- Sunday night. Yeah. Primetime Kirk sucks. Dude, we'll see. It's just a stupid narrative. He played with the Washington. It's not a stupid narrative. He played it's... with the Washington Redskins at the time they were the Redskins. So I'm going to say the Redskins. He was terrible. Their team was terrible. Okay, okay. In Minnesota, last year in primetime, he had 300-some yards and three touchdowns and lost. What do you want the guy to do? It's just a stupid narrative. They all just want to roast Kirk in primetime. He's not bad it's in primetime. It's fun roasting. It's fun roasting Kirk, yeah. though. 
I'm just I got a I I'm not a huge fan of Kirk. Like I'd be cool with Trevor Lawrence next year, but I mean he's he's on my Vikings. I gotta protect him. Yeah. All right, running back, uh Kareem Hunt, sixty five hundred against the Colts defense. Um I'm not scared of the Colts defense. They've only played one good running back this year in Dalvin Cook. Yeah. Um Darius Leonard's questionable this week. He's so playing. uh with Nick Chubb out of the way, Kareem Hunt. Even with Nick Chubb in the lineup, Cream Hunt's still top 10 back For in sure. the league. I like that. And so with Chubb out of the way, I think he can be a top five for fantasy. Um, 6,500. Then you got Mike Davis at 6,400. Uh, we saw what Aaron Jones did against the Falcons. Pretty much start all your Carolina Panthers this week. I'm just going to say that. Um, <laughs> wide receiver, I got Robbie Anderson. 5,900. I thought about it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> They should torch that Atlanta defense. I got Devontae Parker. I'm going to be stacking with Ryan Fitzpatrick in quite a few lineups this week. Um, he he loves Devontae Parker. And then sneaky wide receiver start, LaVisca Chenault against Houston. I like that too. $4,500. That's pretty much a punt. He should get well above that value. He's going to, yeah. They like to use him in different sets too. Yep. He's like he's like a, a better hybrid version of Taysom Hill where they don't use him at quarterback at all. Like he runs sweeps, he run. He I'm pretty everything. sure he's had over like 60 yards in every yeah. single game. So he's been solid year, for so. them, and the Texans' defense isn't that good. No, and then tight end Evan Ingram, 4600, um, against banged up Cowboys defense. Uh, their linebackers are absolutely horrible. I think uh, Evan Ingram's been getting a lot of targets, so I think he should be a good play this week. Mm-hmm. I like it. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Let's let it rip. So my quarterback. He's been struggling this year, but he goes against Dallas's secondary. So if you're going against Dallas's secondary, you start that quarterback. <laughs> it's Danny Dimes from Duke University. And you have your Duke shirt I on. My Duke shirt on. <laughs> so I had to take Here him. Here we go. He doesn't have many weapons, but still, you can throw it against I'm surprised it's on right now. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, my running back, uh, did I say Danny Dimes value? It's 5,400. Sorry. Yeah, you did. I guess I'm off my game. No, you're good. Um, and my running back, Jonathan Taylor, this week, 6,200, going against Cleveland. I mean, yeah, Cleveland's defense has looked good, but I still think Jonathan Taylor is going to get a couple touchdowns because Phillips going to dink and dime it, dink and dime it, dink and dime it all the way down the field. Going to get to get him in. Oh, gosh. What was Whoa. That? that was low. Sounded like an auctioneer. Gotta, 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 gotta. <laughs> wow. What are you selling over there, auctioneer? <laughs> Any of my guard, they all suck. <laughs> but, oh my goodness. Oh, well, gotta, gotta Little get chicken wing going to be dumping it off oh. to Jonathan Taylor this week. He's going to be doing that, but it's going to be T.Y. Hilton. Um, who's the guy with the. Looks like. Uh, Pascal. Yeah, the one. I was about to say. The one that looks like. <laughs> what um, are you doing over there? Lil Yachty. Oh. Um, <laughs> but Pascal, they're going to be dinking and diamond the whole way down, and they're going to get inside the 10 yard line, and it's going to be the Jonathan Taylor show. So 6,200, right. not bad value. And then wide receiver had to go with Danny Dimes' main target, Mr. Darius Slayton for 4,800. That is super cheap for a guy going against Dallas' secondary. So he should put up 100 yards at least, mm-hmm. maybe a touchdown or two. And then my tight end for the week, they're back off a of bye. Um, Mr. Eric Ebron for the Pittsburgh Steelers going against Philly's secondary, which I'm not totally high on. No. And um, Eric Ebron is such a versatile player and big ben's been throwing it to him quite a bit when they've played which it seems like ages ago since they've played mm-hmm, pretty much. um but yeah he's only four thousand, so not too bad 
I was either going to go with him or um, Ian Thomas. Okay. He but, did score a touchdown last week. Finally, they yeah. got him involved a little bit. And like Cody said, start the Carolina Panthers. They're, yep. they're playing against the Falcons this week. So. Yep. yep. But that's my jazz All right. Week. We like it. Um, so I have two quarterbacks. One is kind of just like a – it's completely value, which, I mean, that's what this segment is. But Kyle Allen, they had these numbers in. DraftKings before Kyle Allen got named the starter for Washington, he's at 4100. 41. That's the price of like a low end tight end. Like for a quarterback, I mean, regardless of what Kyle Allen does this week, as long as he doesn't get you negative, you're gonna get value out of starting him because then you can play, pay up for quarter or uh, quarterback, running back, receiver, tight end, defense if you want. You can pay up for everything else if you start a 4100 dollar quarterback. Speaking of that, um, you know how they named the prices before Kyle Allen got. Mm-hmm. Uh, named a starter. A little pro tip. DraftKings puts their prices up before the Monday night game. Mm-hmm. So those Monday night players, say if somebody has a really good game, they have an easy matchup the next week, their price Undervalued. doesn't change. Yep. So definitely try to target that or look at it at least. Yep, so. for sure. Good pro tip. But uh, my actual quarterback that I will have in most of my lineups is Teddy Bridgewater. <laughs> 5900 against the Falcons. I mean, Cody's talking about the Panthers. Bryce has the tight end for the Panthers. I'll take the quarterback for the Panthers. I mean, Teddy's been very consistent this year. I think he's averaging in our dynasty leagues, it's upwards of like 18 a game. I think in like regular standard uh, ESPN leagues, he's averaging like 15 or 16 fantasy points a game or something like that. Somewhere in that range, 16 to 18. So, I mean, he's very consistent, which he's always been. He's never really been a turnover guy. He's always managed the game and it seems like he's starting to take a little bit more chances. Robbie Anderson's probably helping that because he's a big play guy. He needs to get DJ Moore involved more, which I'm going to hop to my receivers. I'm going to skip over running back for a second. I have DJ Moore at 6,000 this week. I'm going to stack it with Teddy. <sighs> DJ Moore's frustrating this he's year. He's got the air yards over Robbie Anderson. Yeah, which is but surprising. no touchdowns. Yeah, no touchdowns. Like, They're coming. I, I think that this could be the breakout week for DJ Moore. He could have, I don't know, 100-some yards and two touchdowns. I... I think he's he's due for a big game. He hasn't he hasn't done it yet. He hasn't scored the touchdowns, but I don't know. I I traded for him in a couple dynasty leagues. I definitely think that he still has that huge upside, and it's just bound to break open any any of these weeks. I'm just surprised that they're two and two with right. McCaffrey. Well, like I said, Teddy doesn't hurt you, and yeah, their defense. Exactly. I mean, it's it's a little iffy, shaky, but they're not terrible. They can they can hold their own in a game. They're two and zero without McCaffrey. Yeah, right. That's, that's the scary part. And Davis has looked solid. Yeah, he's looked good. Yeah, that's it. Just that that doesn't bode well for like going forward, running the running back narrative of running backs not being worth that much mm-hmm. to like NFL teams because they don't want to pay running backs. So if they're doing good without McCaffrey, why would they pay him? You know what I mean? So too late. I don't. Yeah, but I mean they could. Yeah, no one's really gonna trade for him. So. No. All right, so I did have Darius Slayton written down too, but uh, that's Bryce's, and I, I do like that play too. So, all right, I'll hop back to my running back. I have James Robinson of the Jacksonville Jaguars for 6700 this week. He plays the Texans. Delvin Cook had 140 and two touchdowns last week. Texans are the worst in the NFL in rush defense. James Robinson has had three straight 100, yard, 100 yards from scrimmage games. That's rushing and receiving. And week one, he had 90 total. So he's almost had every week over 100 total scrimmage yards. The guy's on fire as a rookie right now, and they're going to run all over the Texans. So 
I, I think we, we we can expect another big game from James Absolutely. Robinson. And then uh, my tight end, I've had him another week. I talked about him last week. Mo'Ally Cox, 4,200 against the Browns. I mean, yeah, Cody Cody told me before the pod that Trey Burton's back and he did get some targets and whatnot, but Mo'Ally Cox is a huge target. Phillip Rivers loves his tight end. If he gets in the end zone for you, that's huge value. So that's really all you're hoping for. If he gets a couple catches and pads his stats even more, that's fine too. So, Absolutely. Yeah, that's our uh, DFS values of the week. Um, I got a question for you both. Packers are on bye this week. What are you guys doing? Watching every game <laughs> for fantasy. That is it. Okay, fair enough. Can't tell you it's on the pod. Trust me. <laughs> I'll, I'll be over for Red Zone all Sunday. Okay, yeah. That's what I figured. But uh, anything else you guys want to mention? Uh, we kind of Bucks and Bears play tonight. About an hour from now. There's Mike a Evans is playing tonight. Yeah, it's Scott Scott is at is it at Pittsburgh? Well, yeah, uh, Chicago. At Chicago. Yeah, Chicago. I think they'll put up a fight. Yeah. Nick Foles Let's is gonna it. look. Yeah, I nearly just <laughs> puked on the freaking table. I don't know why. Probably because I'm drinking a PBR coffee right now, and <laughs> those are just not that good. But um, yeah, I. I think Nick Foles will definitely have a better week than last week because Tampa's defense does not look very good. Yeah, I think it can be a boring game. We have two. Yeah, it's going to be a little non-mobile. Two non-mobile quarterbacks going at it. Oh, <laughs> ten minutes ago, I got an update on. I follow quite a bit of accounts on Twitter, and they I get updates on like sharp money and public money and whatnot. Sharp money is coming in on the under, and I mean that's the side I'm on tonight. What's like the line? It. Like over under? Uh, it's forty-seven and a half, I believe. Somewhere in yeah, there. Yeah, I could see that being under. Was Tampa like five and a half favorite? Um, it, yeah, it was, but it's down to three and a half. Ooh, so like that. there was a lot of money coming in on the Bears, so they dropped the line. So. Final score, 23-16 Tampa. Fair enough. I think it's going to be low scoring. 9-3 Tampa. Nine, Just kidding. Get out of here. <laughs> I need touchdown Tommy to score me a couple at least. Yeah. Um. What was yours? What did you say? 23-16. Yeah, I could see like a 21-17 game. Somewhere I think there. it's going to be. We just need better teams than those teams. Yeah. And or 24-13. We, as NFC North like fellow fans, we don't like watching the Bears play because they're boring anyway. So Frauds. <laughs> but uh, yeah, on that note, Cody, you want to toss our handles out there? I'm at JBC Sports underscore Cody. Josh is at the J and JBC. And Bryce is at Bryce Kelly 77 on Twitter. Yep. Um, follow us there. Hit us up. Any questions on anything, betting, just advice, want to talk sports, we'll talk sports. Don't matter. Hit us up. So, uh, yeah, that'll conclude another podcast. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, I'm Josh. I'm Bryce. And I'm Cody. Love you guys.